Hi everyone, welcome back to EDU Me, the podcast that is focusing on engaging, educating, and empowering you, the parent. My name is Poonam Saxena, and I am your host for EDU Me. In this episode, we're going to talk about tips for a busy week. It seems as the year progresses that the weeks get busier and busier. There are more academic requirements, homework, quizzes, tests, as well as extracurricular activities, and also social engagements. So our hope in this episode is to provide you with some quick tips that will help make your week a little less daunting. As we were thinking about this episode, we decided it was best to reach out to some of our friends and family who have children that range from age four all the way up through seniors in high school to see exactly what they do to make their lives a little bit easier. So we have compiled a list of tips for you today. So let's go ahead and get started. Overwhelmingly, everyone that we asked said it is a must to sync your calendars. Sit everyone down at the table, usually on Sundays, because that's the day right before the week begins, and talk about what academic needs are for the week, whether they're tests or quizzes or projects that need to get completed, extracurricular activities, whether they're practices or matches, and what equipment you're going to need, along with who's actually going to drive to these activities. Is it a parent? Is it a friend? Is it a family member? All of those are great things to double check on Sundays with your family on. Along with any social events, whether they're professional or personal, social events also seem to see an uptick as the year progresses. So I'm old school and I have to write everything down. I write all of our activities down on a piece of paper. But yes, it is old school. Most of you put it into your electronic devices, whether it's a phone or tablet or computer. But the point is you want to put it down somewhere where you can easily access it and you know that you'll be able to double check as the week goes on to make sure you're not missing anything. I mentioned earlier about driving to different events, especially extracurricular activities. I read an article recently that said that a parent or family member attending a child's sporting event or extracurricular activity makes them feel important and confident, and it builds their self-esteem. So whenever possible, and I know it's not always practical, But whenever possible, see if you can find someone in your family to attend the event. We're going to head right on into meals. And oh my gosh, making meals for the week is overwhelming. Making meals for the week is also an important piece of ensuring you have a less stressful week. And just remember, we all have to have dinner at some point. But if you plan for meals ahead of time. They are cost-effective, they're healthier, and generally everyone in the family is going to enjoy it because it's homemade. So a couple of pro tips from my, my gal pals. Do your grocery shopping on Sundays, and before you put it into the refrigerator, go ahead and cut all those vegetables and prepare the meats, whether it's slicing, dicing, or chopping, or even marinating the meats that you might have for the week. 
Go ahead and get all of that out of the way. That will save a tremendous amount of time as the week progresses. You can also double your recipes. For those extra busy weeks, you can pull a meal out of the freezer. And that will help take one meal off of your plate in prepping for an upcoming busy week. One of my friends actually swears by the Instant Pot. She prepares all of her dinners in the Instant Pot and says that it is the latest, greatest, most fabulous kitchen gadget on the market. Now I will admit, I have one. It's sitting in the box and I need to get it out because the meals that she prepares are definitely something that I would wish to try. So it may be worth investing in a gadget like that that can help you on those busy evenings as well. Now on Sundays, we also went ahead and plan our lunches. Go ahead and cut up those veggies for crudité. Go ahead and figure out which fruit you might want to pack. I even used to prepackage the chips and the cookies just so I didn't have to do it the night before or even in the morning. Now, I will admit, I was not the best lunch maker. Our lunches generally included some type of a sandwich, chips, and a cookie, and then I would throw in a veggie and fruit. So if you are a healthier family than we are, go ahead and do all those preps on Sunday as well. And then the night before, go ahead and take out the non-perishable items and put them on the counter just so you don't have to hunt for them in the morning. So we're moving along and we're heading to the ever dreaded laundry. Now in our house, laundry was a 24 hour revolving door. Someone was needing something washed all the time. So one tip that one of my friends many, many years ago shared with me who also has four children said, go ahead and purchase four different colored laundry baskets and each child gets one color and that way you knew whose laundry it actually was especially when they're young. I thought that was a brilliant tip and as they start to grow ask them to participate in the laundry folding process. I love to wash and dry but folding is where I fall apart and that's the most dreaded task for me. So I would ask my kids when they were very young to play the matching game and help me match the socks. And then we started slowly building on that, folding pants and shirts. Now, it was not always perfect, but you have to determine whether you're willing to live with that bit of imperfection. Now, my pro tip is when mine each turned 11, they started to do their own laundry. And I know what you're thinking, that's pretty young. But with a step stool, they could easily reach the knobs on the washing machine and dryer. So why not? So we did end up with an all yellow load of laundry one time and a pink load of laundry. And I believe we had probably had that for each of them. But that's how they learned. And it only happened once. I encourage you to allow them to do their own laundry. It's not going to be exactly how you would like it but they'll surprise you and it will definitely take one more thing off of your plate to have to worry about on Sundays. And when ours were in uniforms, laundry was a cinch because you washed, you dried, and you just put it up and you were done. You did not have to worry about what they were going to wear the next day. You knew what was coming. 
One of my friends actually has given us a great idea, and that is to purchase one of those hanging shelves that you attach to your closet rod. You've seen the ones where you put your sweaters and your shoes and whatever into. So she actually purchased one. And every Sunday, they would put their undergarments and socks, belt, hair accessories, whatever you needed for the next day, and put them in each shelf. And that way, when you woke up, you were not running around to try and figure out where everything was thrown when they got home from school the day before. So now that you're ready for Monday, you've got to get some rest. Everyone needs rest. The kids do, you do, Everyone in your house does, especially for those busy weeks. And there is nothing more disappointing than waking up on Sunday morning. I'm sorry, waking up on Monday morning and being exhausted and knowing you have no time to rest. So make sure you take that time for yourself and go to sleep early on Sunday. So now it's Monday morning and everybody has to get up. And if your children are like my children, mornings can be challenging. Everyone wants another 10 minutes of sleep, and we just don't have it. So a couple of tips we have for you is start early with some kind of an alarm clock, whether it is an actual alarm clock or a music device that you can program to wake you up and wake your children up. Let them choose the music they want to wake up to. As long as they enjoy it, they're more likely to wake up without a fuss. Now, I will say, because no one wants to wake up and start the morning off frustrated, so go ahead and invest in that alarm clock or speaker device that will help your child wake up on their own, because when they do go to college, you won't be there to wake them up, and they'll still have to get up. Go ahead and start that early. As the kids head out the door, go ahead and try to carve out at least 10 to 15 minutes of me time. Whether it is taking a walk, going to the gym, coffee with your friends, or just sitting by yourself, whatever you need to decompress, you should try and do. For me, I'm a runner, so I enjoyed going on those early morning runs to think about things, whether it was what had happened yesterday or planning for the current day or the days coming up. And sometimes I just enjoyed the peace and quiet of not thinking about anything just enjoying the run. So I encourage you to find at least 10 to 15 minutes of your day for that time. Now on those busy weeks, we moms tend to wear our superwoman cape because we have so much to do and so little time to get it done in. So as much as you want to wear your superwoman cape, and you should, and wear it proudly, you also need to know when it is time to ask for help. Sometimes we just can't get it all done. Trust me, I've tried many times and failed. So it was in everyone's best interest for me to ask for help. I would ask my husband or my family members and even my friends who had children who were going to the same destination. It just made it easier. And the children actually enjoy some of that social time with their friends as they're heading over to their events. So do make sure that you allow yourself to be human and ask for help. There's no shame in it. And you'll find that you'll be a much calmer, more relaxed parent. I'll admit I was not the best at this. I wanted to be at everything. 
and I would make myself crazy trying to get there. But when I did ask for help, I did find relief and calm for myself. And then I was able to enjoy the activities I was able to attend. So I hope some of these tips have been helpful for you today. It does take a village to raise children. And make sure you ask your village to help you because they too want to participate in your child's growth. So as we close this episode out, I would like to give a special shout out to my brilliant, competent, funny, wonderful ladies, Anne, Leslie, Michelle, Neha, Nira, Seema, Shelley, Shilpa, and Wendy for helping me compile these quick tips for you. If you have a quick tip that you would like to share with us, or you would like to listen to this episode again, or listen to previous episodes, or get more information about us, head on over to our website, www.edu-me.net. There you will find all kinds of information. And we look forward to hearing what your quick tip is for us. Thank you for joining us. And always remember, we are working together to educate them better. Until next time.